It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. And welcome in. It is Priority Talk, and uh, we're here for you live on this Tuesday evening. And uh, Greg Davis here. And, uh, of course, you're listening to WXJC Radio. And uh, thanks to Phil uh, Williams, Right Side Radio, for just an outstanding job. If you carried over from last hour to this hour, um, thank you, thank you for uh, staying right here with um, WXJC Radio. We'll be here until 7 p.m., bringing you good news and Christian values right here at 101.1 FM. Of course, uh, listen live at the WXJC Radio app. It's free. Or you can head to the website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Hit listen live, and uh, yeah, there you go. You're on your way. So um, you can listen later as well. Just head to the website, Priority Talk Radio, and uh, or on your favorite podcast platform. I feel like we say that totally in, all the time, but then I have people ask me. Um, they'll say, hey, I was listening, and I heard this. Is there somewhere else I can hear that again? <laughs> and I'm huh. like, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll announce it like ten times a show. So yeah, uh, no. Nate Williams with us as well. So uh, here we here we go, uh, ready to roll with it today. Uh, Nate, I'm in Montgomery. Did you know that? <laughs> I did know that. Right. Yes, sir. Greg's in Montgomery, and Nate's in Birmingham, and uh, you're probably listening in Huntsville in the nether parts of the state as well. I'm down here for the uh, latest week of the Alabama State Legislative Session, and uh, it's uh, quite a happening day here in the state of Alabama, I can say. Uh, let me just lead off here with uh, what's happening in Jefferson County. Uh, this is something we have railed on on this show for quite some time, uh, over and over again, to the point where I just felt like I got to quit talking about it because uh, people are going to get tired of hearing about it. Um, this is good for any of you, though, who live in one in a county that are allowing these illegal bingo, you know, shops to set up and operate. They are illegal what the activity going on in them is illegal the problem in jefferson county is that they have business license and uh, that's on the jefferson county commission uh, they should not be issuing business license uh, to these places and uh, and if and if they issue them a business license and then they're breaking the law we should enforce the law that's what we've been saying for a long long time and uh, you know we've we've been working on this and having conversations behind the scenes uh, on this issue, and uh, finally uh, today, we uh, and I, I knew it was coming. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I knew this was coming. I didn't know exactly when, but I knew it was coming soon. Uh, the Alabama Attorney General's Office, Mr. Steve Marshall, um, has uh, raided under his leadership has raided these bingo halls in Jefferson County. Now, you may not live in Jefferson County, but this is important to you. If your county is allowing these bingo halls to operate, and you know them, if you if you know them, you know what I'm talking about. It's these little 
they take any old house or old business or they set it up and they've got flashing lights, bingo outside, all that kind of stuff. Um, the the bingos, are, the bingo machines in them are absolutely illegal. There's no doubt about it, and everybody knows it. Uh, and so they have now been raided in Jefferson County. I don't know how many were raided. They have not released all of the full information. I do know I've talked to some pastors today who said uh, who told me that ones near their church were raided. Uh, that they have petitioned for uh, to get these places shut down, and it uh, looks like they're going to be shut down now. They were uh, loading up the machines, one pastor told me, and hauling them off. And that's what gets their attention because uh, these folks who own the machines, well, let me say this. The people who, who, who are running the bingo halls, they don't own the machines typically. Those come from an outside group who takes about 30% off the top, and uh, it's their machines, and they're very expensive. So uh, when the federal authorities show up and confiscate the machines and take them away, uh, that tells something to these bingo machine owners. Don't send them to Alabama. You're liable to lose them. Because once they confiscate them, they're gone. You know, Governor Riley did this back in the day. He, he confiscated machines all over the state, and they took them and they destroyed them. Uh, but these uh, these halls have now been raided. Nate, have you seen that news in Jefferson County? Is that is that sort of making the rounds today anywhere? Yeah, oh, definitely. I um, saw it. Uh, yeah, different websites, social media. So I, I'd say so. I don't know where all they raided, um, but but this is good for Jefferson County because it's going to close these places down. Uh, but it's good for your county if it has them as well because it's going to put the fear of God or the fear of the attorney general and the federal authorities uh, on these uh, on these operators. Uh, I have heard of uh, some out in Pinson Valley, which is in the northeastern part of Jefferson County. I have heard of some being shut down or raided over in the Bessemer area. Uh, maybe some of the listeners could call and tell us where you're seeing these raided, uh, just, you know, as you're driving home today. Uh, is there one of these bingo halls in Jefferson County? that you're accustomed to driving by and seeing all the activity going on, and now it doesn't look so much anymore. Uh, so this is uh, big news, really, and I'm glad that it happened. You know, Jefferson County's created this mess, as has any county who's allowing it to happen, uh, because the law is squarely on their side. Uh, but when you uh, when you give somebody a business license to do something, it, you know, it, it's hard for the county then to go and shut them down, they go, well, you got a business license. Um, if you live in Jefferson County, you need to be talking to your county commissioners about this issue and the sheriff as well. It, it's both, all right? It, it, it's, it's a two-pronged thing. Um, you're going to see uh, county commissioners probably speaking out about how they think this is a good thing and blah, 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 blah. But look, they're the ones who gave them the business license. That's true. And you'll see the sheriff saying this is a good thing, and he has refused to do this. The attorney, attorney general asked him to do it, encouraged him to do it, and he said he had more important things to do. Uh, so, um, you know, don't listen to it. it. It's the county commission and the sheriff's office in tandem are both to blame. Now, one would probably blame the other, and the other would blame the, the other. They're going to blame each other, but I tell you, I believe they're both to blame. Uh, so we have a request out to the attorney general's office. In fact, I've got two requests out. Uh, but I haven't heard back yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, I did know this was coming, and, man, I am glad to see it. 
And uh, I am so glad we've got an attorney's general um, that stands up for the rule of law, quite honestly, mm-hmm. um, joining in cases with the other states to fight against the Biden administration or any administration who's overstepping their, their bounds, um, but then to enforce the law in the state of Alabama. And he has been fighting uh, gambling. He really has. And uh, I'm glad to uh, glad to, to see it. So uh, not, not a whole lot else I can tell you about it, except they're illegal and they're shutting them down, at least enough of them. Um, and they may get into some other areas. I'm not quite sure, but I knew Jefferson County was coming. But look, these places, as you know, become the hub for other criminal activity. You know, uh, oh yeah, it, it's where it's where drugs are sold. Um, it's where illegal guns are passed off quite often. I mean, it, it just is. A, these places are a cesspool. Not to mention the people that go in there and and lose their money. Yeah. So um, and and to me, for uh, for Jefferson County or any county to collect to collect tax off of that money for illegal activity is a is an absolute travesty we shouldn't give them a business license we shouldn't tax them five percent or whatever the county tax is uh we should shut them down the activity is illegal if you want it to be legal uh come get a law to make it legal Uh, but what they're doing is they're just doing it illegally and then they're waiting on the lawmakers to make it legal and give them a monopoly that's what they're waiting on yeah these uh, bingo hall and these casino uh, operators so uh, all of this activity is absolutely illegal. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. It's been held up in the Supreme Court even recently. Uh, Attorney General Marshall has done a great job. I was with him a couple of weeks ago. I think I mentioned that, and um, and uh, we, we knew he was uh, he was in the fight on this. So it's good news, good news, good news. Okay, there's other stuff to talk about as well. Um, we had a big press conference today in Montgomery. You'll probably see it on the evening news. Uh, let me take a break, and I'll come back, and I'll tell you what that was about. And uh, then also, uh, last over uh, last week, I didn't mention it yesterday, but uh, late last week, a big victory on the abortion issue uh, at the national level uh, that will uh, make a big difference here in Alabama. We'll talk about that as well, and that's got to do with the abortion pills. You know, you're not getting any in-person abortions in Alabama, but the pills are coming in. And that's the danger right now. Well, uh, we've had a court make up what I we were expecting this, and I, I think they got it right. We'll talk about that as well. All right, if you uh, if you see a bingo hall that's been raided, call us <laughs> and tell us where it's at. I want to hear about them. 205-941-1011. Even if you were going to, to play some bingo tonight and you show up and you can't, you can't play, call us and tell us. 205-941-1011. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. 
Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hi, everybody. This is Andy Andrews. And when I'm in Birmingham or anywhere in Alabama or anywhere in the United States on the Internet, I love Priority Talk with Greg Davis. I'm raising a child of these device So easily enticed But darker means When out of the wilderness of choice I hear that one still voice Call to me I go west, young man I go west, young man and thank you for being with us. It's 20 minutes after the hour, Priority Talk Radio. Uh, Greg Davis here, Nate Williams with us as well, and uh, you'll hear uh, much more from Nate uh, later in the show as I slide out. He slides in a little later next hour. Um, we're glad to be with you. And, uh, hey, had a lot of fun yesterday on the Easter songs. That was, uh, was fun. About the, it was about <laughs> this time yesterday. Now, you and I enjoyed it. I'm not sure Andrew enjoyed it because uh, <laughs> that's that's probably like the busiest he's been on the show. So, uh, yeah, uh, the phones were just ringing, 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 and that, that's, it's it's a lot to handle. Um, to and, and people, they want to talk to you, don't they, Andrew? It's like it's like you're trying to just answer the phone, get their name, yeah, and Stuart's shaking his head. You just want to, hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay. Uh, and they want to tell you everything that they're going to tell me. Is that what happens? Or, or, or do they ask you how it's going to happen, how it's going to work? You know, so, you know, I see the phones are ringing and they're trying to, oh, I'm trying to get to them. So anyway, it was a busy day yesterday for phone calls from all across the listening area. And uh, we appreciate that very much. We enjoyed it. I'd love to see the phones ring up to uh, light up today about uh, these bingo halls in Jefferson County. Somebody tell me where are these being rated? I know of two. I know I've got a feeling there's more than that, though. I know of one in Pinson Valley. I know of one over in the Bessemer area. I mean, I think somebody said there were. I think I heard there were nearly sixty of those open uh, that we know about that were operating in Jefferson wow. County, and most of them operating in the rural areas, the unincorporated areas, because that way they didn't have to deal with the city. So unless you had a city that was um, compliant in it as well. You know, it's you kind of get out in the rural areas under the county, and unincorporated, and it's much easier to operate these type of establishments there. Uh, but I'd love to hear if you guys know of any of the other uh, bingo halls being raided today by the feds, along with Attorney General Steve Marshall. I would love to. Uh, now, I don't. Steve Marshall, he's not like there in a in a you know bulletproof vest or anything. Uh, do I don't think he's on site. He was actually at the state house today, but his people are out there carrying this out. I didn't want you guys to think Steve Marshall was out, you know, like uh, actually like confiscating the machines personally. Uh, he's got his people out doing it, and they pulled in the feds as well. In fact, I had one pastor tell me, he said, I showed up. They were staged in our church parking lot, and it was federal agents. <laughs> and he said, I hope y'all are here for those folks over there, not something else. <laughs> he said, I'm just going to let you do your thing. Uh, but, you know, when you see the feds showing up in your parking lot, you start taking account, don't you? Get a little nervous. 
Okay, a uh, press conference today at the State House. I was uh, honored to uh, to be uh, a part of and stand in and um, uh, be in the room as it took place. Was um, for uh, well, it was led by uh, Senator uh, Larry Stutz and State Representative Ernie Yarbrough, both who represent uh, constituents in this listening audience, and they are. Um, the sponsors in the Senate and the House, respectively, either are or will be very soon as they drop the bill for the Parental Rights and Children's Education Bill. That is the Price Bill, P-R-I-C-E. I don't know if the price is right. I don't know if that's part of the, the marketing here or what. You know. Uh, I can't watch the Price is Right anymore. You know, I, I don't have anything against Drew, but, um, you know. It's After Bob Barker, that show was done. Not the same. Yeah, Bob Barker, you know, was on there for like, what, 50 years? <laughs> um, and he still like he still holds that long microphone, too, doesn't he? When I see it. They've got that long game show microphone. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yep. You know, he don't, you don't even need a microphone nowadays. You know what no, I mean? you don't. Everything's wireless. But he still holds that, that long microphone. Anyway, I just always find that interesting. Uh, so a uh, press conference today uh, led out by Senator Stutz and uh, in support also Representative Yarbrough and uh, had a lot of organizations there in support of this uh, bill from um, uh, Terry Latham, the former uh, state director for the Republican Party, was there. She spoke. Um, uh, Robin Mears was there. He's been on this show. Rob, they've both been on this show, Terry as well. Robin was there from the Alabama Christian Educators Association. He spoke out on this. Of course, uh, Becky Gerritsen with Eagle Forum uh, spoke out on it. Uh, Stephanie Smith from the Alabama Policy Institute was there. She spoke out on the issue as well as they are pushing for um, for there to be choice in education um, and uh, that they would uh, every child would, would have the right to attend a school that can best meet their, uh, their individual needs. And that can be for lots of various reasons. Uh, you know, um, I think a lot of people are in a panic over this, and they just think there's going to be a mass exodus from the public schools. And that ought to tell you something. Yeah. I, now, I don't think there will be. I don't think so either. If, but if people are scared of that, does that not tell you something about the, ed, the public education? Yes. That the moment people can get some money and do it on their own or do it a different way or have a choice to go to a different school that they're going to just flee the public school hello Mm -hmm. that ought to tell you something that should now i don't really think that'll happen um i i I think you'll see maybe one two three percent of students that will actually take advantage of this but for the ones that do take advantage of it it is huge to have that option for a family that wants to homeschool um to have those available funds to do so, to go to a private school to help put money toward that, uh, or to uh, get them in a different public school that chooses to, to receive students. Uh, they wouldn't have to. Yeah. The beautiful thing about this, Nate, is uh, that that everybody gets a choice. Yes. You know, to not sound like Obama here, but if you like your school, <laughs> stay in your school. Yeah. There's no problem. Yeah. If you're in a good school, stay right where you're at. Mm-hmm. A lot of the rural areas um, seem to be against this more so, I notice. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's because they're afraid 
people are going to flee their school or, or they say that it won't help them because they don't have any other options like they don't have private schools in some of the very rural areas of the state but then and wouldn't everything just stay the same then well it would if their school and a lot of them say hey our schools are fine and you know there's not any private schools near us anyway well no problem yeah but what about the people who, who aren't in that position yeah and you know if all of a sudden and Senator Stutz said this very well today at the press conference. And you'll see clips of it tonight on your evening news. I have no doubt about it. It was well covered by the media. Um, and y'all know we've been talking about this for a couple of months now because we knew this movement was 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 afoot. Uh, but, um, you know, let's just say an area doesn't have a private school. So there's nowhere, you say there's nowhere to go. Well, what if all of a sudden the school there is just really bad? They, they have no option. There's in a rural area. There's there's just nowhere, no private school there. Well, what if you have oh, let's just say a hundred families decide, hey, we're gonna pull out. They could start a private school because now there would be some funds available to do it. Basically, yeah. The kids would bring the money with them. It's nearly seven thousand dollars per student. Uh, that's what's uh, being proposed. That's the state side of the of the per pupil funding, and. Um, you know, if you like what you've got, you can stay with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they still, the, the schools, um, you know, will not be underfunded. If they lose the student, then they don't have the student to, to educate any longer. Yeah. So uh, it's going to bring competition to uh, to education, and that is much needed. Um, and like I say, it, look, if Alabama, if we didn't have failing schools, and, and if we weren't 50th in education, Maybe this isn't as needed. Yeah. But my goodness, folks, look, you may not live in one of these areas, but we have schools all over this state who are failing, and those parents have no other option. And this would give them some flexibility and would help get them toward finding a better solution. And if you've got a kid who's being bullied, who doesn't fit in, who's having physical issues, health issues, whatever, this would allow you to homeschool with them as well. I, you know, except for abortion, I'm for choice. <laughs> I love, it's about freedom. All right, bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like My life be like
Hello and welcome in Priority Talk Radio as we uh, start the uh, second half of this hour uh, right here on 101.1 WXJC. Greg Davis here, Nate Williams with me as well, and we're talking about some of the breaking news of the day and uh, some of the the state and and national politics as well. So far, been focused uh, mainly on the state. Um, if you're just getting in your car, headed out, and you hadn't been paying any attention today, especially if you live in Jefferson County or really any of these counties that allow these illegal bingo halls to operate, whether it's in some old beat-up house or some closed-down laundromat or you know wherever it is or some butler building somebody threw up on the side of the highway somewhere. Um, those have been raided today in Jefferson County by the Attorney General's office working with federal authorities. And so at least a couple of them that we're aware of have been raided, machines confiscated it does appear, and uh, we're looking for anybody in Jefferson County who can uh, verify where a, uh, a bingo hall has been raided. So uh, if you drive by one and you notice, hey, it looks closed and it's normally got cars all over it, uh, that's probably one that's been raided. Many many of you may have saw this today, especially, you know, this is really true for those who live in, in rural Jefferson County. Uh, there are some in city limits, uh, Birmingham and Bessemer for the most part. Um, but the rest of the, uh, pretty much the rest of these bingo halls are in rural communities, unincorporated. So if you live in some of those areas uh, and you see these bingo halls closed down, let us know where. I- I'm really interested to know uh, what the locations are that were raided. There were too many to raid them all. I think they were just kind of picking ones in different areas. And I think actually picking ones maybe that were open near churches or near, near uh, child care centers, things like that because these places do become a hub for other nefarious and illegal activities. It just It just comes to reason, doesn't it? Yeah, certain behaviors just tend to go together. Absolutely. And it's, it's just, you know, you get that you get those kind of fun. I'm not saying everybody that goes in there to, to do some illegal bingos or nefarious people. Um, you're breaking the law by doing it, but I won't call you nefarious or, uh, or evil. But uh, but it does draw those people. That's the that's the certainty of it. It does draw them, and that that does become a hub of drugs and you know guns and lots of issues like that. So um, we uh, covered that earlier this hour. I know a lot of you join us after five thirty. Also, a uh, uh, big press conference today at the state house in Montgomery. Uh, well attended. Uh, lots of energy and activity there concerning. Uh, parental Rights and Children's Education, the Price Act. Senator Larry Stutz, who uh, many of you uh, up in northwest Alabama know well. He's out of Tuscumbia. Uh, Dr. Stutz is the sponsor in the uh, Senate of that. And then Ernie Yarbrough, a brand-new legislator. I think he's out of Trinity, Alabama. I think it's home for him. Uh, some of you uh, know uh, Representative Yarbrough, and uh, he is going to be uh, sponsoring that in the House. And so we'll see. You know, a lot of states have done a very similar bill to this, Arizona being one. And, look, Arizona is not a red state by any means. No, what would you say? It's um, purple or? Yeah, uh, it's purple. I mean, you know, um, it's one of those in the presidential election that comes right down to the last couple of votes, you know. Uh, It probably leans a little red, although Biden got it in the election. You know, that's a whole other story in itself. But uh, I would say it leans a little red, you know. But you, then you got Phoenix. You got that one of the you know it's a, one of the largest cities in the country. 
that's densely populated and uh, it leans blue for sure and the crazy thing about it is the people who seem to be against school choice seem to be the ones who have the most benefit from it huh that's interesting um, oftentimes you're failing schools not always i'm just saying this is a generality but uh, oftentimes you're failing schools the ones that kids don't need to be in uh, are in urban areas and those urban areas tend to vote democrat and it's republicans who are for school choice it's not democrats and it's not even all republicans quite honestly Uh, many of them are for some kind of school choice but what does that really mean and yeah. that's going to be the issue with the, with this uh, this bill is, you know, are they going to require testing? Um, a lot of homeschool parents, they don't want any kind of testing. Uh, they just, you know, want to be able to do their thing. And, and look, here's here's the deal. And Nate, you homeschool. Yes. If, um, if you're homeschooling and they pass this and you don't like the bill, you don't like the new law because it's going to require some kind of testing, just keep doing what you're doing exactly yeah you don't have to take the money that the state's going to afford you you know your money okay it's taxpayer money state's not giving you anything you don't have to take the money and use it for the homeschooling you can go you know what i don't want to do the testing um so state you can keep your money nothing changes yep there's nothing to lose here it only gives people more options um, and, and it's going to create competition as well in education, which I think that's really um, the key to this. Competition is uh, is what drives everything. You know, why are sports so big in our schools? You know, they're huge. Yeah, massive. I mean, you, you've got you've got people who play sports that you know they get out of class to go practice, mm-hmm. travel, you know, everything. Why is that so big? Why do we spend so much money? Why is it all there? What drives it? Why, why do people take it so serious? Competition. Yeah. We're just sort of naturally competitive people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and if and if you're able just to sort of float and get by and, uh, and, and nothing can change, then there's no reason to be better. Yeah. And, and this would say to public schools – Look, if your school is horrible and it's full of violence and kids can't read, it it would it would give parents the option to go, we don't want our kid there. We'll find another way. And that's the competition. So these schools are going to go, hey, we better get it together or we're going to lose all of our students and then we're going to lose teacher units or whatever. Um, so, look, I went to public school. My kids both went to public school. We had good experiences. My wife did. We had good experiences. Uh, we, we, we're like a lot of people. We'd say, we love our school. But that's not true for everybody. Mm, it's just that's not. true. Yeah. Okay. And it's not true for every kid either. You can be in a good school, and it's just not a good fit. Or, or maybe your kid isn't maturing at the same rate, or maybe is m- much more mature than other kids. Maybe there's bullying going on, things like that. This yeah. just gives people more options. Uh, to be able to uh, educate their child in the way that's best uh, for that particular child. Okay, so school choice, another big issue today we've been talking about, so now I've talked about it twice. Okay, another um, big story that happened last week 
Um, this was a late last week, and we didn't get to it over the Easter weekend and then yesterday. Uh, but is this um, big issue uh, out of Texas? Now, this was a, a, a case that had been out there concerning the abortion pill. Um, help me say it again, Nate. I have the hardest time saying this. Mephipristone. Mephipristone. That's it. Yeah, thank you. Once I get it, I'm good. It's just somehow I have a hard time starting on that word. Mephipristone, which is an abortion pill. Now, the FDA ruled this uh, for for use back in 2000, and it's been a bad decision the whole way. It's just, it's it's bad. And so um, it's finally, you know, the courts have sort of turned in a more conservative uh, pro-life way, much thanks to Donald Trump. It's certainly not thanks to Obama, and it's certainly not thanks to Joe Biden. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Who yeah. else? Um, so these federal courts, and so uh, a judge has ruled that uh, mefepristone, and it's the first drug that you use in the in the in the regimen of an abortion uh, chemical abortion. Mm. So it's a series of pills, and mefepristone is the first one that you take in that regimen. And so it says now no longer has FDA approval, and, uh, and it's going to need a new review. So the Obama administration, of course, has immediately appealed this. The judge even said, hey, I know you're going to appeal, so go ahead. Um, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, but that is a, a move in the right direction. Uh, but this is ground zero for abortions right now. It just absolutely is ground zero. Um, the uh, the fight for abortion in Alabama is right there. It is the chemical abortion, the abortion pill. Uh, you can't really go get an in-person abortion in Alabama right now legally unless it's the life and the health of the mother. And um, so the way women are having abortions in Alabama are these pills, and they order them through the mail, and they come from other countries typically they come from other countries and they ship to a lady's house or wherever she has it come to and she takes them and it's an ugly ugly process Mm. that uh, no one should do alone but obviously and apparently a lot of ladies do it alone because they don't want anybody to know they were pregnant yeah Uh, but look having an abortion or taking a pill or a series of pills to intentionally kill an unborn child what this judge has said it's not a constitutional right and so he ruled this abortion pill that it had been illegally approved and has ordered it to be pulled nationwide now I forget the state Nate I saw this and I don't know if I sent it to you or someone else did you notice the story one of the states, I want to say maybe it was Oregon, one of the you know more l- real liberal states, about a week ago was calling their s- state to stock up on these pills. Oh, boy. They, no, I didn't, were, I didn't see the state They were that trying that. to get, it, and I guess the number doesn't really matter, but they, if I remember right, they were trying to stockpile in their state. They were trying to order them and get them while it was still legal. They were trying to get, it was either like 30,000 or 300,000 of them. I can't remember. But anyway, it was a big number <sighs> to make provision for abortion. 
uh, these pills have been the first in the regiment uh, and the uh, and and the taking of millions of lives of children's lives in the womb mm-hmm. uh, literally uh, some people say as many as five six million uh, times these pills have been used to uh, to move uh, to get the abortion process the chemical abortion process uh, started with ladies so the fact that this was stopped the fact that the Biden administration uh, the, the fact they appealed it tells you it was a good ruling <laughs> yeah I mean you pretty much just look at what they do and you know where you stand on things um, and they they did a, appeal it and they're going to ask uh, the district court's decision be kept on hold until um, another circuit uh, judge is able to look at it and decide as well but um, it was a, a good ruling figured it was coming even these liberal states knew it was coming because they're start because they were wanting to stockpile the pills and so this bill no longer has fda approval and um it's it's been one that we've been waiting on the real key right now is the um is stopping these pills from being illegally shipped into the state that's really where the battle lies mm-hmm um, because as long as they can come in a brown paper bag and nobody knows what they are, and you know you're not going to be in the lady's house when she takes them to catch her using them, or uh, until we make it illegal and then enforce the law, uh, stopping these pills from being uh, shipped into our state or frankly into the country. But you know we can only do what we can do in Alabama, and so um, I think right now. Uh, that's where the battle is so for those of you who are are prayer warriors for life for the sanctity of human life um, as someone who is you know fairly close to the uh, uh, to to the sanctity of life uh, as far as in the state of Alabama and understanding the issues I'm certainly not the the uh, the all-in-all expert on it but I've got a pretty good understanding of the issue and, and, and what's been happening and and what needs to happen because I'm around a lot of other smart people Uh, if you're a praying person this is what you pray for you pray that either the the federal government the Biden administration and this is a big prayer would would come to their senses and say no one has a right to take a pill to kill their child in their in their womb okay so that pray for that then pray that here in Alabama that we can uh, find a way to stop the commerce of these drugs. Either the ability to go online and purchase them or the ability for them to be shipped into our state. Uh, And when we do that, we will have uh, virtually ended abortion in the state of Alabama. That's what you need to be praying for. And, And I can tell you there are people working on this issue uh, it's you know it becomes a, an IT issue, it becomes a technical issue, uh, technology, you know. But uh, we're able to track a lot of things online that people buy. I mean, my goodness, uh, Facebook knows everything you buy, right? So, <laughs> just about. You know, this can be done. Uh, it's commerce, and it can be done. But we've got to find the system that's able to identify these drugs and other illegal drugs that are being shipped into our state and cut them off at the source. 
either the purchasing of them or the delivery of them through mail. That's where the battle lies right now with abortion in the state of Alabama as far as, as far as finishing it off and making Alabama what I pray will be an abortion-free state. Um, now, that's not true in all states. They're fighting different battles. And, and we've got some other battles here. Of course, we've got people uh, in the state legislature that are ready to, to, to put in more exceptions to abortion in Alabama. If they could just get a one-week exception, they would take it. They'll take anything they can get to make a, abortion more available. Uh, and then we've also got a movement that, uh, that wants to um, prosecute uh, women of murder and uh, if they're involved in an abortion. And, uh, and we've always said we don't think that's the best thing to do. Uh, we, we feel like the women are also victims. And we should focus our efforts on ministering to them and uh, not you know, making, it, making it easy for them to come out. And, and, and be able to be ministered to and loved on. So uh, we're not for either one of those. We should keep our Alabama Human Life Protection Act the way it is and then work toward enforcing the law. These pills are illegal, but we've got to be able to find a way to enforce uh, this law. All right. Does that make sense? Everybody's I think it makes sense. At me. Are you nodding your head because it's time to go to break or because that makes sense? Um, yes. Andrew says, no, I'm nodding because it's time to go to break. But that's his job. <laughs> My job is to talk, and your job is to cut me off, Andrew. All right. 205-941-1011 is our number. If uh, you want to get in on any of these topics, school choice, uh, rating of the bingo halls in uh, Jefferson County today, and then uh, Mephipristone, the abortion pill, and its availability. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come right back. Priority Talk. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com. Hi, everybody. This is Andrea Logan-White with Revelation Road 2, and you are listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. And we return at five minutes until 6 p.m. 
Glad to be with you here this evening. Uh, three important issues in the state we've covered here today, abortion, uh, gambling, the bingo halls, and uh, also uh, parental rights and children's education, school choice issue as well. So uh, glad to bring that to you today, keep you up to date. I, uh, I actually got a response from the Attorney General's office during that break. Nice. And uh, was hoping uh, Attorney General was going to say, yeah, give me a call. Uh, but that didn't happen. <laughs> they are uh, – uh, there's not a lot of information out there on these uh, raids. That's why I'm hoping people would call in and tell us <laughs> where they've seen them at. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, I think they are going to confirm the raids, uh, where they were, how many, what locations most likely. Uh, it appears as though the Attorney General will be having a press conference tomorrow. And uh, we'll learn much more about uh, the, uh, I guess the, uh, the the stretch of these raids, how many there were, and uh, how much did they confiscate? What else did they find while they were there? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. The feds go into these places, no telling what they found. So, uh, but there's some real unhappy, uh, uh, predatory uh, proprietors out there. Some of these folks who uh, who own these places and who yeah. own these machines that just uh, rake in the money from people who can least afford it yep uh they're having a bad night and i'm glad that's good that's a good thing that is a good thing uh so i do believe we'll have the attorney general on the show it won't be today uh maybe tomorrow we'll see uh, but i think we'll have him on to talk about that and some of these other issues as well quite honestly uh, there's a lot of important issues out there uh, let me remind you guys, uh, we've mentioned it yesterday. Let me mention it again, the 413 Men's Conference. Um, we uh, helped out with this last year and are real glad to do it again. You know, last year they had Daryl Strawberry there, you know, old New York Met, lefty slugger. And this year they've got a different one there. Atlanta Braves, great legend, you could say. Sid Bream will be there. Uh, of course, uh, Brody Kroll will be there. And as he now leads the Big Oak Ranch, former Alabama quarterback, son of John Cruel. And then uh, Francis Feinberg will be there as well, uh, coming uh, in, uh, into the state and going to be here. That's not a guy you get to hear very often. Uh, they'll have a lot of uh, other speakers, breakout sessions, things like that, for a men's conference presented by Carl Cannon Chevrolet Buick GMC. It's at Jasper High School there in Jasper, Alabama. It's on a Saturday, sort of a morning till uh, afternoon. Hope you'll be a part of it. We've put the uh, link, Nate. Have we put the link there at our uh, show notes yesterday? Did we do that? I was uh, hoping we did. I believe so. Let me. We'll make get it sure. there. Okay. You can head to PriorityTalkRadio.com, look under our show notes, and find the 413 Men's Conference. Or you can search. Yeah, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Good. I thought you did. Yeah. 413 Men's Conference. You'll find it. Sid Bream, Brody Cruel, Francis Feinberg, April 29th. Uh, this is a great day for a dad to take your sons, uh, grandfather, son, grandsons, men's small group, church group, load up the bus. They've got hotels in the area. This is an event worth going to. It really is. Um, I hope some of you will take advantage of it. I know some did last year, and uh, we're proud to talk about it. Uh, Al Blanton and the team up there do a great job, Blanton Media. All of you up in, uh, in, in Jasper, you all know the, the Blanton uh, work up there. 413 Men's Conference, Saturday, April 29th. We hope you'll check it out and make plans to go. All righty, I'm going to let it go right there and uh, hang on for the second hour of Priority Talk Radio as we move more into our uh, church and ministry and uh, culture hour. So uh, hang on for that. 
coming up on the other side. And, hey, tune in every day now. There's a lot of stuff happening, and we're going to keep you up to date on what's happening here in the state of Alabama and beyond. Priority Talk Radio, good news, Christian values, WXJC.